I mean, we are in a country full of people who are 100% addicted to sugar. It's no the question. biggest drug yeah. in our country. Hello, I am Ed Begley Jr., and I'm willing to do anything to help the planet. And I love taking public transportation for just about any journey around LA. I'll even ride my bike to power a toaster oven. And of course, I love my wife. And I'm Rochelle Carson Begley. I haven't touched a bike since, well, it's been a while. I'm a bit of a reluctant environmentalist. However, I do love Ed. This week, we talk with the wonderful actress and holistic health coach, Monica Plant, about surviving in Hollywood with healthy mind and body and having more than one string to your bow. Hey folks, welcome back to Begley S. Thanks for tuning in to yet another episode. So we're hoping everyone is having a fantastic summer, the vacations, home projects, gardens. In fact, on Twitter, Eric at a few words with ES said, it's taken a long time, but I finally did something I've wanted to do for years, made a vegetable garden, harvested the first green beans, and he has a picture of them. They look wow, fantastic. Wow, thank you, Eric, for sharing. We love all the garden pictures pictures and photos so keep them coming we're on twitter and facebook at begleyesque or email us at begleyesque b-e-g-l-e-y-e-s-q-u-e at gmail.com speaking of vegetable gardens and real food that brings us to today's guest actress and holistic health coach monica plant she's been in fantastic shows such as nashville drop dead diva banshee and she runs her own practice the plant life to help people understand the importance of real food, self-care, and healthy lifestyle choices. Monica, we're so happy to have you with us today. Oh, well, thank you for such a nice introduction. I'm so happy to well, be here. Well, let me here. ask you, plant, you spell your name P-L-A-N-T-E. Mm-hmm. So did you, it's like me, I was named Rachel after Rachel Carson, the mother of the environmental movement, and I just happened to become an environmentalist, ironically. Yeah, perfect. Was that an ironic thing? Or? Uh, no, I mean, no, that's my actual last I name. <laughs> you didn't change it or anything? I didn't change it. That is my actual okay. last name. And so it worked out perfectly when I was trying to come up with a name for my company. A yeah. friend of mine was like your last name is plant (laughs) you come by it honestly her her father picked that name for her which is ironic it's like naming a very heavy kid slim or something to name her after an environmentalist jumbo shrimp (laughs) <laughs> well, that's uh, that's yeah, an oxymoron. That's an oxymoron, yeah. not an oxymoron. Well, I don't, you know, There's I get those. Irony involved I didn't he, pay attention in English class. I don't know if you realize that, but you tell do. me what a simile is. <laughs> what about a metaphor? Never a metaphor, mind. I get. Simile, no, forget okay. it. That one's above my pay grade. But anyway, it's not about <laughs> me, Monica. Um, welcome, welcome to our humble abode. I know your place is. Phenomenal. Thank, Thank you, you so for much. It's me very here. green. We, uh, yeah, I love that. We hit lead platinum status, and we're very proud of that. It took some doing, but now that it's done, the bills are so low. We had a lovely home about a mile west of here, and uh, even though the home is half the size, that home I was in 26 years, the bills here are half, all the utility bills. Really? Even though it's twice the size this home, the bills are cut in half because of the efficient nature of all today's technology. Yeah, I love it. Isn't that it's amazing? amazing. See, Amazing. actors and holistic health practitioners. It goes and together. Active, yeah, all of it. Yep. <laughs> so did you, you, so you started out as an actress. That's what you. Yes. I mean, that's been, that's sort of what I do, yeah. you know. Um, did you go to school in Boulder too? I did. I did too. Well, no. I didn't go to school. I was an outside agitator, just living there and loving <laughs> outside it. Outside agitator. What a great, he, he great was. town that is. That Don't was, you love Boulder? Oh my God, I love it. I was I there in it. 71, way before you were born. Can you imagine <laughs> what it was like in 71? No, but I I could, actually. I mean, it's just, it's very different now. I haven't been there in quite a long time, but... Uh 
Yeah, it was just, it changed things for me. I mean, I knew I was going to come back to California. Mm-hmm. I knew I'd always live in California eventually. Who would li- ever uh, leave? Yeah, so you know, I'm born here. and raised Northern California, um, NorCal in the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, I really wanted to go somewhere else for school, knowing that I'd come back here. Plus, I was a big snowboarder already. And so I was like, where can I go? And my uncle had had a house there when I was growing up. I mean, I must have been three or four, um, up off of Sugarloaf Mountain. Do you know that? Right, sure, sure. And um, my cousin and I had kind of grown up there together, and and so I thought, well, I'll go to Boulder, and my cousin was going there at the time, too. Yeah, so that's sort of what brought me there, that, and I mean, they have an, it's an amazing school, the town is amazing. Isn't it? It still is pretty good. I've been back fairly recently. It's still pretty much the way it was. There's some changes, of course, but a lot is the same. Well, they definitely put a building cap on things there. They did. Yeah, to keep it that way. Yeah, but the sink was still there, that place, if you remember the sink. I totally remember the sink. I think Tulagi was still there when I was last there, and Tico's, this restaurant I used to go to, the Boulderado Hotel is definitely still there. Okay, this is so not about you would I okay, so no. we're talking about her she was in boulder honey. i'm kidding i'm kidding now a boulder is the hippy dippy it's yeah the, i yeah, loved of it. the, i guess of the west yeah. yeah and you know i got to go snowboarding like three or four times a week so. sure that's right she's a big snowboarder now you are, but not only are you an actress with a lovely uh, resume here but you were a X game can you uh, you're an athlete too I am an athlete I wasn't an athlete for the X games but um I worked for the X games okay for a while I really Boy, got I into learn to read yeah or... I really got into action sports obviously <laughs> being a snowboarder you know I started snowboarding when I was a kid and um just was really into skateboarding and surfing and snowboarding being from northern California I, I was at the beach a lot and um, where are you Cupertino where are you from exactly San Francisco and the Bay Area that's right yeah right. yeah so you know, it was sort of a natural progression. When I was in Boulder, um, I met these two guys who owned a snowboard company called Twist. And so I started working for them and ended up doing that for a couple of years. And then they went out of business. And then that's I moved to Europe for a couple of years. I was like, I'm out of here. Yeah, Europe. <laughs> Where <laughs> in Europe? I went to, I lived in Madrid. Nice. I've been there. What a beautiful city that is. Do you speak Spanish? Obviously, you must. I speak decent Spanish. It's not so good anymore. (laughs) I used to live in Mexico. My Spanish was better. Exactly. When you're doing it all the time and practicing it, of course. But um, when I came back, a really good friend of mine who I'd worked with at the snowboard company, uh, kind of a mentor to me, knew the guy at the X Games and they were looking for people. They were in San Francisco and she's like, introduced me and then that was how it worked out. So I worked for the X Games for a See, couple of years. See, as an actor, you have lots of different jobs. Yeah. Ed has only had one. I know. So Not unfair. True. I, I know, it's so uh, unfair. That's I know. Drywall, drywall, I did carpentry. That's true, I, he did build this table where you're doing a podcast right. from. Awesome. Made a yeah. chest of drawers. I've done a few things, but I used to make a living at it. I, and I was a cameraman That's too. That's right. So I okay. Had for more about than two one string so to my bow. So you had a few jobs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah, have to. I worked at an Orange Julius C's candy. Oh, Come on, I'm so I had sorry. Real jobs. When you were 14. <laughs> but the life of an actress, on, on the other hand, we must diversify. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I've done a lot of things, but you know, being an actor—that's I mean, obviously that's my love and yeah. that's my passion. But it's a—it's a great way. It's a communication. So it's a great way to um, communicate your passion and then what you've done, which is this holistic, you're a certified holistic health practitioner. Yeah, tell me about plant life. How do you 
uh, analyze people's needs? How do you come up with a plan for new clients? You know, it depends on the person because everybody is different, mm-hmm. right? So everybody's needs are totally different. Um, so I always offer a free 30-minute consultation to anybody who's even interested just to find out if, if it's the right fit because it's a very personal intimate process right you know working with someone in in on their health and lifestyle and mm-hmm. well-being and because you know being holistic too i don't just look at the food you eat i look at everything in your life uh it's not just i i think food is actually secondary because if you think about the things that really feed us it's our relationships our work life our spirituality Uh-oh, our physical movement <laughs> you know our self-care those are the things that really feed us so when things are off balance there uh, your food is usually off balance as well. Yeah. Yeah. And now, so what is this? Cert- so it's a certification that you got more. Did you come from it from the uh, nutritional? I mean, tell us how you oh, got yeah, into yeah. that. It's through that's... the Institute of Integrative Nutrition out uh-huh. of New York. Um, they've been around forever. They're the, pretty much the top um, health coaching mm-hmm. curriculum. And um, I actually did it when I was on Nashville. I was I was going to school while I was on the show. Oh boy! Um, yeah, I would come you know come back from set and I would do my <laughs> you know do my you know chapters and and listen to my workshops and all that kind Good of stuff. Good for you. And I just it how was, many seasons were you on Nashville? I was just in season three. Great. Before the whole season, I mean, originally I was only supposed to do one or two episodes, and they ended up writing me in for the whole season. That's nice. great. Yeah, Good it was for you. Phenomenal. I love it when that happens. Yeah, yet it's it never phenomenal. happened to me. But one day, I can just hope, can't I? So did you like start at here and then get the job in Nashville? Um, did they cast it out of here? Because I can't uh, Yeah, actually, I, I sent in a tape. I got an audition and you sent sing? in a tape. I do sing, but I didn't sing on the show. If you know my character, it would have been very weird. Uh, too bad we I don't was know a high-paid it. escort. You find uh-huh. out eventually that I was a high-paid escort, so it would have been like the singing hooker. It would have been really weird. Right. No, and yeah, yeah. it makes sense that you would take a course in holistic health. We don't health. take MasterCard. No, <laughs> no, only PayPal. Yes, yes. I'm like doing a power ballad to Eric <laughs> <Yeah>. Close. <laughs> well, I love I love that the show because I'm from Georgia. Yeah. So I always thought maybe one day I would actually get an opportunity to be on it. And you've done two shows from Atlanta, uh, one from Atlanta, one from, and I've never done any, but I'm not going to make this about me. We're going to talk about you. Okay. This is the first. We're not going to make it about you. Well, right this moment. Okay. Okay. I'm sure I'll bring it back back around. I know. I was like, wait a minute. Did I not get the memo? No, no. It'll come back around. Trust me. You've really been asked to be here as an intermediary. Exactly. We need need a life I'm going to have to separate you. Exactly. We need a a referee more than a, a host. Now, okay, so you you were on the show and you decided. Now, how did you decide to do this? I mean, what was your... Well, it was interesting. Actually, before I, I booked Nashville, I'd had a nice career, you know, and I, I produce, I do... She's really young, own, by the way. So I do we, all my own she, stuff, too. You know, right now I'm, I'm writing a feature. One must. Wow. Um, yeah. I'm writing a pilot with, you know, I have an amazing writing partner. Um, but I've also produced a couple of shorts, oh, one of them which won a ton of awards. I've produced a feature film. That's why I've had um, you here today because I will give you my resume after before you leave. <laughs> next time you've got something going um, but I was burnt out yeah. honestly I you know I just I wasn't feeling very creatively fulfilled at the time I wasn't writing uh, and I just felt like I was beating my head against the wall 
And I had gone to see, you know, I'm kind of woo-woo, so I was seeing an energy healer. <laughs> Anyone that works? Who I love. Oh, she's amazing. Where is she? Uh, she is in the Palisades. Oh, close. Yes, and she's phenomenal. I love energy healing. Yeah. Okay, and she we'll does all sorts that. of different modalities. You can say her name because... Uh, Rachel Smith. <laughs> oh, okay. She does all sorts of different modalities, and she's really, she's a skilled homeopath. Great. Really skilled in Ayurvedic medicine as well. Uh, so she's phenomenal. But I went in there and I was like, that's it. I am I'm done. I'm giving up acting. I'm I just signed up for school. I'm gonna be a holistic health coach. I'm gonna help people. I'm gonna bring attention not to eating life. real food. Yeah, not at all, right? And um, she just looks at me and she goes, Yeah, that's not what's gonna happen. <laughs> and literally the next week I booked Nashville. God, wow. I need to go to work tomorrow. Oh, although I'm leaving yeah. tomorrow. Okay, I'll yeah. go next week. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I did both. You know, yeah. and, and, you know, while I was on Nashville, I was getting my business sort of going and, and I've been really fortunate. I haven't done a ton of marketing and I, you know, I've, I've done, you know, podcasts, I've done interviews with people within the acting community too, and sort of just built a nice clientele from it's word all of referrals. Mouth. Yeah. 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 That's the best way. Yeah. Because, you know, with everything that I do, you know, I can't have a gigantic client list for that either. And I, and I do give my clients a lot of attention. And so to have a handful at a time is really great. I know perfect. you can't mention clients by name, of course, but can you talk of any success stories you had, you've had? that uh, you've some different ailments that you've fixed or improved yeah. in some way it's really it really depends on the client I've had people with thyroid issues I've had people who have been on lots of different medications for anxiety and depression and things like that and got them off of everything wonderful I've had people who just wanted to lose their baby weight uh, you right. know things like that so yeah I've had some amazing success stories which have made has made me just feel very very proud and happy <laughs> that's great yeah it's just it's that giving back because I have my own story with food you know obviously as yeah. as actors you know and men men feel it too there is this immense pressure to look young to be a certain size to be this you know to fit into this little package which is it's totally unattainable unattainable and it's it's not sustainable. Nope. Either. Nope. And, nope. you know, you, I really, really encourage my clients. You know, I have clients who can be, you know, a size two. And then I have clients who really can only be a size 10 mm-hmm. or even a 14 or 16 because that is where their body is happiest. Right. And so I really teach about how to love yourself where you are right now, you know, because it's, it's about not waiting on the weight you know, because mm-hmm. your life is happening right now right. and loving and living where you are right mm-hmm. now, that's going to get you where you want to be. Um, so don't wait on it because life isn't going to get better when you lose 20 pounds. I know. Do you ever work with you know. couples? I'm just curious. Yeah. <laughs> say there was a couple that had a I, deep and abiding bitterness and sucked I the life out of both it. of them. But I'm totally open like to giving you guys my free 30 away chat. every day, dripping, dripping with bitterness. Is there anything you could do? I, mean, I think we are way too far gone for this one. <laughs> but it is intriguing. No, I totally hear you. And I, I you normal the people that we have interviewed and certainly in the experience in my life has been people come to a holistic healing uh, modality or whatever from their own experience from mm-hmm. their own pain that they were forced or they not forced because no one's forcing you uh they were questing to find something to fix themselves Absolutely. and out of that because that's the best teacher someone who knows exactly you know i the best teacher is someone who um 
You can chime in any time, Ed, because I'm, <laughs> I'm not so, sure where you're headed. So I don't I know, but if you're looking at the best open. teacher who is someone who's had their, their own yes, experience. Personal experience. That, because that's how I relate to my clients, too. Right. It's not like I, you know, the stuff they're going through is not foreign right, to me. Right, exactly. Um, so I relate to them on a very personal level. And, you know, it's not about perfection. No one's perfect. No. I F up all the yeah. time and I fall off the wagon and you know, I had a friend in town this weekend, so I drank more and ate things that I don't normally eat and do that. And I don't feel guilty about it right. because I just get back on track on Monday. Mm. And I wish I just got know. back on track on Monday. <laughs> yeah. But it's learning beautiful. that, you know, so many people, if they feel that they, they fall off at all, then it's like they throw up their hands. And right. Then it's like, of course. Then it's like they go so far off right. track that they feel like they're off the planet and they can't, you know, ever get back. And it really only takes a few small adjustments to start feeling good again and then you want more of that and then it's easier to just keep going in that you know you would think you yeah. would think that that would be a good motivator that that would be the sufficient motivator rather but i am very stubborn i am very stubborn <laughs> in terms of you know Again, getting we'll up my coffee these tapes. as it's i'm drinking a we... coffee right here and there's things that i don't feel well but i think addiction is a tough one and many people deal with it and it's not food uh, addiction is food no is, joke food addiction is very serious and you know that's the whole thing you know my big my big thing is really just about eating real food you know stop the right. fake food is what's killing everybody for the most part and you know a lot of the diseases the diseases that people are dying the most of like you know diabetes and heart disease and even cancers and stuff really if we look at our diets and lifestyle they a lot of time can be deduced back to lifestyle diseases. Right. And, you know, the food that we're putting in our body, the toxins that we take in just from our environment, from the makeup that we put on our face and the lotions we put on our body and the toxic chemicals we clean our house with and things like that. It it all adds up to our body just being in complete toxic overload. And so just even Mm -hmm. starting with just getting the junk out of your diet. Yes. Right. You know, and that goes back to the food, you know, uh, cravings and addictions. I mean, we are in a country full of people who are 100% addicted to sugar. It's no the question. biggest drug yeah. in our country. I it agree. Is. I yeah. totally agree. I look agree. at those big gulp drinks and I think I could not, and I'm not joking, if I had it in the fridge for a month, I couldn't drink one of those no. big drinks in a month. No. I really Unfortunately, couldn't. Unfortunately, I could. See, that's the problem. <laughs> I was raised uh, with Coca-Cola in my baby yeah. bottle. I'm from oh, Atlanta, Georgia. Have a Coca-Cola. We thought it I was a, a, you know, a, a birthright. You just It was a rite of passage. You had to, you know. Because Coca-Cola was a big company in Well, it helped. It, my family invested in it in the turn of the century. So it was, we oh, had, yes. Yeah, there it was, you go. Oh, you're uh, giving back to your benefactor. Yeah. <laughs> I see. <laughs> well, wow. Although my immediate family did not benefit from that money mind you uh, some of them my mom did actually but um the point being is it so if you have it from the setup which is in your baby bottle you become mm-hmm. extremely addicted oh and and it's also just people don't know you know if that's how know, you've right. o- if that's how you've always ate like you right. said like from a child and and it's it's a it's a lot of just uh, naivete like people just don't know they're not educated right and the marketing that goes oh, behind brilliant. these companies brilliant. the amount of money that is spent you know behind companies like coca-cola uh, to market their products is it's astronomical and you know if you just don't know and that's what's being marketed to you you believe it right you well believe as it. a young child five six seven eight all of that through my teens I liked cokes I drank them and then when I became 
more educated at age 20 and became involved environmentally, I just stopped drinking Coke. The idea of drinking a Coke oh, was yeah. absurd to I me. I haven't had like, a soda. In, yeah, I wouldn't. I don't even. I can't I know. We have many, many friends who drink a lot of diet mm-hmm. drinks. I know. It's shocking, isn't and it's it? It so is shocking. Information. On so many counts. Like, oh, not only my is God. It, so now you're not getting, okay, now you're not getting white sugar. Now you're getting all the chemicals oh. from oh. the fake sweeteners, which I like You might be better off with cancer. a Coke. I don't know. You I'm might not be sure. better off with just Do you know that I had to go to hypnotherapy to get off artificial sweeteners? I literally I not could not it. do it on my own. I had to eventually, I knew I, you have to have the desire mm. first because hypnotherapy won't work otherwise. But I have honestly, I think maybe five or six years I've been off. Yeah. Uh, and I wasn't on like Splenda or any of those, which is bad too, but I was on Sweet and Low. Oh, Lordy. And Lordy. I, yes. <laughs> so, yeah. and I know better. It's not, self-knowledge avails us nothing unless you're unless you really are willing to make a change Absolutely. and then you've got to get the support you need to do that and there's many yes yeah. you being one of the that's avenues. when that's when people do seek out like obviously for me i knew i needed changes in my life so i seek out every coach i know has a coach right of course. you know coaches have coaches and if they don't don't go to exactly. them exactly and i have a lot of coaches and and that's when people seek you out i mean that's when i seek out help right. that's when i started seeing rachel who i mentioned earlier you know, I needed a change and I needed, you know, I knew I was blocked like energetically. I needed to shift, right? you know, everything. And that's when things really opened up for me. And and I know when I'm off. And so, but that's when you seek help, like you sought right. a hypnotherapist. And it actually yeah. worked. I was very skeptical of hypnotherapy. I was just doing it sort of as a, on a lark. And I thought, okay, let me just try this because I want something very tangible. Mm-hmm. I want evidence. And I had an addiction not only to sweet and low, but... But these ice blended vanillas from coffee bean and tea leaf, which I think are crack. I swear, I think there's some real, you know, illegal drug in them. (laughs) So I just tried those two things and it worked. Yeah. It worked. Now, every, I started this summer because I got really stressed and I started taking back the, the, every blue moon I would. And I really, every time I drank one of those um, drinks, I would be like, I am really playing with fire mm-hmm. here. This is You've not. You've been chipping away in ice yeah. blenders. I didn't know that. I'm learning yeah. it right now on Mike. <laughs> She's hiding out in the closet. I'm calling well, I your just, ice blended sponsor. I just, I just came out. And you I just home. admitted wow. like in the, the first in the step. Bathroom. Admitted you're powerless, right? Yep. Yeah. And I am powerless. Your ice blended sponsors get It's full of sugar. sugar. It's full of palm oil. I mean, the crap that's yeah. in there, the non-dairy stuff that's in there. Yeah. It's just sugar we it's know is highly, highly addictive. highly addictive. It's more addictive than any drug. And, right. And, you know, we start kids on it. Obviously, right. it's in baby formulas. It's yeah. in some baby formula. It's crazy. And people just don't realize what it, it just wreaks havoc on your body. If you have any sort of chemical imbalance in your brain too, you cannot have sugar. And you no more sugar for you. Yeah. <laughs> I never eat sugar. I almost never. You know, I mean, natural sugars are one thing. Obviously, if you're having fruit. Yeah, but we um, eat everything. Have a little honey and some green yeah, tea. Yeah, that's sure. what I'm saying. You know, if, if you're, you know, mm-hmm. if you sweeten things like I bake, you know, and when you I bake, do? I use, or if I make, um, you know, raw treats or anything. I use dates. You know, I use fruit sugars. I Good. use dates. I use honey. I use uh, organic maple syrup. Mm-hmm. You know, things like that. Or I use stevia, which is an herb. Ugh, you know, I wish um, I liked stevia. You know, a lot of people don't because it actually tastes chemically sometimes, it's but it's absolutely not chemically. Yeah. It's literally an herb. It's a plant. I know. We have enough um, bitterness going exactly. on. Exactly. You guys have stevia. more than yeah. enough. I don't think yeah, we need yeah. to add anything to this yeah. picture. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but yeah, so, you know, natural sweeteners are one thing, but getting off the processed white sugar, um, fructose, corn syrup, yeah. you know, all of that And the business. deep fried dough, everything deep fried, battered and dough yeah. kind of carbo. Well, and bread too. Oh. All of that stuff turns so fast into sugar on yeah. our body. We wonder why we're addicted to bread. People are so addicted to bread. I They're like, oh my bread. God, I can't ever stop eating bread. Yeah. It's like, well, that's because it's sugar ultimately. Right. Yeah, it breaks down quickly. Um, yeah, it right breaks down sugar. so fast because it's a non, it's a, it's a non-complex carbohydrate. Um, and so, so most people don't understand sugar, you know, fat doesn't make you fat. Sugar makes you fat. I agree. And sick. I right. And tired. Totally, <laughs> totally agree. That, maybe that's why you're sick and tired. Honey. But I mean, so you had a coach, so you had a coach and yeah. therefore, okay. So, so I, I mean, I can't emphasize this enough. We all need help. This Absolutely. is, you know, breaking a chain of addiction is yeah. probably the most profound thing you can do in a lifetime. Yeah. You know, and I'm going to break this uh, this addiction to end very shortly. Here. <laughs> this addiction you're you addicted to me. On. Wow, you don't you don't oh, shoot up much. I'll tell sorry. you that you're not smoking or snorting. It's called a marriage. Okay. Wow. All right. 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 Okay. Right. Yeah. No. No. So. So what is your diet like? I mean, I know everyone's going to be in, you're going to do it individually because some people mm-hmm. are going to eat meat and some people are going to, yeah. they're not going to get it And I know that, I know that you're vegan. Uh, He's Ed, vegan. Yeah. And I've tried, I've tried vegan. I've tried being vegetarian. I've tried raw. Um, I, unfortunately, I really do require just a small amount of very high quality animal protein in my yeah, diet. So I'm too. not vegetarian. Um, but again, meat for me, it's an accoutrement. It's not the center portion of my right. plate. Right. You know, it's mostly greens and vegetables. It's it's a small portion of it because I realized, you know, in being vegan, which I was very cautious of, like making sure I was getting enough protein and you know all of those sources. But for me, I'm also if you go by blood type too, you, uh, oh, I don't right. know. Uh, me too. So I am a carnivore. <laughs> if you go by that, right. Um, so you know, again, it's also I'm very picky about the meat I eat. I get it from the farms. You know, mm-hmm. I go to the farmers market. I buy it directly from the farms. You do, or at least pasture raised. You know, pasture centered. Harmony meat. Farms are one of those. Yeah, a lot of the um, at the I go to the Mar Vista Farmers Market here in in LA, okay. and um, they have a wonderful vendor there who it's it's local, you know. Oh wow! And um, you see, you can go and see the animals, and and you know, it's again, it's the energy of the food, right? I really think that there's energetics that people don't understand about the food you're eating. Obviously, being vegan, you have very high energetic food that you're eating, especially if you're eating raw. Um, and I cheat. I got a nice vegetable garden out back, so I'm still perfect. getting a lot of great fresh foods yeah. from that right now. And the energy and the love that you're putting into that yeah. garden, right? That you're tending this garden, you're growing this food, and then you're cooking it and taking it into your body. That is so different from the food that has traveled from 3,000 miles away and some cryogenic truck, right? You know, that's actually three months old by the time you actually eat it from your store. You know, it's 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 almost like dead food, right. and people don't understand that. And so I think it's the same thing with with especially if you're going to eat meat. You know, making sure that it's from happy animals, <laughs> happy animals that are raised, oh. you know, out in the sunshine, who have you know proper diets and foods that aren't scared their whole life. I mean, it's 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 kind of a Native American sort of way I think about eating it. It's like you're taking that spirit into your body too, and so it's really important to make sure you have really high quality organic food that that you're not getting pesticides and 
you know, all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So farmer's market are, that's my favorite There's place There's so many to great farmer's markets around LA. Yeah. We're in Studio City. There's a great one here, the Mar Vista area. Mm-hmm. I love that area, by the yeah, way. It's so yeah. great. The great ocean breeze coming all yeah, the time. Yeah, I live in Venice and, and a couple of really mm-hmm. good close friends of mine helped start the Mar Vista farmer's market. Oh, and, cool. and, you know, I think so many people just, they think it's more expensive and they don't understand. I've really done price comparisons and sometimes certain vegetables can be a little bit more expensive, but they last. I can have a head of romaine in my refrigerator for two and a half weeks from the farmer's market really? because it's, it's, it's that because day. it's picked. Yes. See, that's that what people day. don't understand, and they don't understand yeah. that it lasts so much longer. So you're not throwing away rotting produce, right? You right. know that that goes after two days. You know the or same three thing days. when I pick mine in the backyard and put it in the crisper here. It just lasts so long because it was picked that day. Yeah. Eat some of it day one, some of it day three, exactly. some of it day seven, and it's still good because it's still you cut out those newer than people. what you got exactly. at the market. Exactly. You know the the normal market, not the farmers market. The, exactly, like when you're getting conventional food conventional produce you know stuff that's laden with pesticides and and meat that's you know from unhappy animals you know unfortunately it just well, doesn't last diseased long. animals and, it's, and, it, hurt, and it just yeah hurts yeah. your body yeah it hurts your body now, so you how do you get your female clients to give up their chanel and their you know i mean these are i have lots of friends and yeah. they're like okay you know, I'll do all these other things. I'll eat well, but then at the end of the day, I'm going to use, you know, I'm going to go in the department store and buy the products that have the parabens and the, yeah. the phthalates. You and- know, here's the thing. It's it's not about perfection. Right. It's about doing what you can where you're at. And, you know, if you, if you, that's your thing and you're still going to do it, if you're eating, you know, and changing other things, then maybe that's all they can do. Yeah. And I don't think, you know, you can't push people again. They have to come to it on their own. I don't know about that. I mean, you know, you you can, but again, you can be the example. Exactly, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But yeah. you can't you can't push people kicking and screaming because no. it won't last. Well, they're not going to do it. Those yeah. ch- and those changes won't last. Right. I mean, the whole thing that I really subscribe to is doing step by step, sustainable, small changes mm-hmm. that then become habits. Right. You know, and then it's and then you then you build the next habit, and then you build the next habit, and you know, for me, if if they're not willing to give up, you know, the toxic laden, you know, makeup products, you know, but maybe we could get them to at least get rid of the toxic products in their home. Sure, you know, the so cleaning products. Yeah, start the cleaning there, products. Get them to get rid of. I that. think yeah. that if we can start also um, finding and offering other alternatives, so yeah. that are as, as packaged as nicely mm-hmm. or we and and are healthy and proven you know maybe organic or certified or something yeah. that we know then offer yeah. the same colors and the same mm-hmm. i mean i know a lot of makeup artists and the, the end of the day they're like honey my life my career depends on that person that i'm doing up Absolutely. looking great so i'm going to use whatever toxic <laughs> yeah. but then the actor will ask you know what no i don't want that product on my skin oh, yeah. because i've been doing a detox and why the skin is the largest organ and why would I, you know, it's going to filter into my body. The last time I was on set, I actually brought my own makeup. Really? Yeah. And had them use my own makeup. Smart. And it looked amazing. Yeah. There you go. I didn't need it. You know, but it is you look a very task. good today. I'll tell oh, you that. Thank you so much. You thank too, you honey. So much. Well, thank <laughs> See, you. I can be nice. There it is. Yeah. I know. Well, she's stunning. I don't know. She's You're stunning. stunning. The two of you are. <laughs> but you know, I had my own journey getting there. I mean, I didn't. You know, yeah. I didn't grow up eating like that, or you know, and and it's been. You know, obviously being an actor, like I said, we touched on it earlier. I had my own sort of love-hate relationship with food. I mean, I tried every diet, every cleanse, every, you know, fad thing that was happening. And I couldn't really, you know, I 
I kept my weight was really yo-yoing a lot, yeah. you know, and I and I had bad, you know, my skin would break out and I was tired. I struggled with fatigue and, you know, all sorts of stuff. And then eventually I got really sick from food. I got a really bad uh, stomach bacteria. Oh, which one? That uh, <laughs> Well, curious. it's the same bacteria that causes food poisoning, but mine was a different strain of it. So I basically had a version of food poisoning for a couple of months. Wow. Oh boy. And it was awful. And, you know, I went to the doctor and they were just giving me antibiotics, antibiotics sure. which made it 100% right, worse right, right. and worse and worse. And finally, I went to I went to a holistic health practitioner. It wasn't SIBO, was it? No, no, no it, it wasn't SIBO. I don't even know if there was a name for it. We just had to yeah. do these like extreme tests to find the actual strain of the thing and you know it was it was a little crazy and did you have to alter your diet as well um I did well from that point on I couldn't eat anything I was so sick Mm. all the time and you know, finally, we just we use a lot of herbs and you know real foods right. to start healing my stomach. Obviously, I really do believe that all good health starts in Absolutely. your gut. Absolutely, and so I'm a real big proponent of of you know really starting there with your gut. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we had to do. I had to rebuild my gut bacteria, uh, starting with really whole foods and a lot of you know probiotics mm-hmm. and and things like that and probiotic rich foods. And it took a long time, but after that, I just couldn't go back to that way of eating anyway, because I got sick from eating like bar food. Yeah. You know, like yeah. sliders, like, yeah. In a bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, oh, I think boy. I was on a date or something uh-huh. and the next morning and it took, it didn't hit me right away. Like food poisoning, it hit like the next day wow. or two. And it was sort of this thing that came on. And so for me, just also learning to love real food and how it made me feel from the inside out, mm-hmm. it really does make you beautiful from the inside out. Like you want the best, best makeup, you know, really it's, it's mm-hmm. real food, self-care, you know, sleep, water, right. you know, all of that stuff. It's going to keep you looking young and vibrant and keep you energetic. And, um, so, it's true. Yeah. And we do, but we do have to, I mean, I ultimately, I think we have to address Hollywood in that what they do to women and what oh. we do to ourselves. Uh-huh. We take it on, but ultimately, you know, if we just say... Image becomes image. too much of a, a focus for so many people. I mean, well, there's nothing wrong with looking good and feeling good, of course, but that's taken to an absurd level with the Hollywood emphasis on image, don't you think? Right. Oh, 100%. No question. The, the women are either gorgeous and young or character and fat. Yeah. There is sort of nothing in between. Yeah. I mean, it's, it is slowly changing right now. I mean, really, especially right now they're looking for so much diversity too. So at least that's coming in, right. you know, and so that's opening up the casting as well to all sorts of different shapes and sizes. And Lena Dunham made great inroads with that. 100%. I have to say a lot. It's not unfortunate. I'm very happy that they are getting more there is a call to be more diverse but what's happening is my category women over 50 that is where they're putting a lot of their diverse characters. well it's also happening for women in their 30s really? my dear a hundred percent well it's 100%. it's all good so we're all female you know the diversity i think it's like the they're they're opening it up to british and and australian actors yeah well <laughs> it's over been, that it's been interesting because to your point obviously i'm i'm so you know, you can't be mad. It's so amazing that it's happening. It's so overdue. Um, and I have so many amazing friends who are working like crazy right now who, you know, had a harder time getting a job before, uh, because of their ethnicity. Now the fact, the main fact is that women in general are a minority. We are a minority, but that's what I, that's really, (laughs) you know, we are minority is that we are the minority. So yeah, that's where I'm hoping like things are going to start. Women of age are 
real minority. 30s and 40s and 50s right now, it's it's a tough category, you know. Yeah. But that's why we do other things, right? That's why, you know, I'm I'm writing, I've produced. You produced you know, a pillow you, talk. Tell me about yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, God, that was such an amazing experience. Well, I had a production company for a while there, and we had produced a feature film. You know, we kind of just amazing. I we know sort of went is. into that and wore so many hats, and I learned so much. And it was like probably the worst experience and the best experience <laughs> of my life. And so, doing a short after that was sort of a, yeah. a walk in the park, and um, it was great. I just I had been doing a lot of comedy at the beginning of my career, which I love comedy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's really I I love it. Um, but I just really wanted to open up my casting, and I thought, well. I'm a leading lady and I can do action, you know, I can kick a little ass. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, I want to do something that showcases that. And I had this idea for a short and I went to um, my old producing partner and and talked to him about it. And he wrote the script, you know, from my story idea. And then he directed it and I produced it. And uh, we ended up going to, I can't even remember how many festivals, but we won, I think, 16 awards wow um, awesome four of which were best actress i won breakout action star wow. we won maybe um, that's why i thought you were uh, i don't know where i've read that but you were you are an action star i, mean, I wasn't I, so you know, far off the, no i mean i like, haven't done much of it since then but I, you know yes i can do i can do it and you can um, kick some men's ass i can kick some ass and so it really was amazing though after that short things started opening up and that's when I started booking more of like the the those dramas you know like mm-hmm. Banshee and Femme Fatales which is more of a sexy you know sexy show and and that sexy leading lady type of stuff opened up for me which is then came Nashville that's great, yeah. man. What I are you working they, on now? I'm just curious. What's happening right now? Um, I've just been auditioning, which is great. I just got a new team, and I'm so so happy. I'm manager so agent team. Um, well, I've had. I'm I'm with my same manager, but I got a new agent here in Los Angeles, and I have an agent down and in the southeast mm-hmm. as well. Who in the south? Um, I'm with Open Range right oh, now. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm at People's Store. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and they've been amazing, and I'm I've been really happy. And, you know, they just, you know, because it is harder right now for women in their 30s and 40s and 50s. And so, you know, it's harder for women. Okay, let's just say that. Yeah, they're, they, they are really, you know, they're just so supportive and so believe in me. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, I'm doing other things. My big, my big thing right now is writing my script, getting my script finished. We're down to like the last 10 scenes. (laughs) Is it a feature? It's a feature film. It's a female driven comedy. Great. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely giving you my resume. It's definitely a a woman's issue too. So I'm, I'm excited. It has Older women done. in it. Yes, yes. And uh, it's it's really fun. And so we're Don't really excited. Like we're really excited to get that I'll done. Look at you lovingly, honey. <laughs> I love that there's an opportunity for you. Hey, I know that. Why do you think I created this podcast? I'm to try get a to job. meet people and yeah. pigeonhole them, buttonhole them, and try to browbeat them into giving you a job. Yeah. Exactly. Sorry, Monica. Exactly. I, Sorry. I should have I warned you about what I, this was I, really I, about. She's like, yeah, she's like, it's my interview right yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I mean, that's been super exciting because again, you know, your acting career is a living, breathing sort of organism in some ways, you know, and you always have to be, I think if you're a creative, you always have to be creating. And I think so many people 
actors especially we wait mm-hmm. you know we think we, we wait right. for that audition we wait for that opportunity we wait we wait we wait and we think if we don't if if, if we're the type that uh, if it's not coming to us there's something wrong with us exactly there's something wrong our people aren't doing their job what can right. I do what am I doing wrong and so it's here's the thing is it's a creative life right. it's living a creative life and and you know there's there's going to be you know it's going to ebb and flow our opportunities you know sometimes it's going to you'll go for maybe a couple of years where you don't work unfortunately you know but in that time what are you doing to lead your creative life what right. are you doing to bring joy and to do those things whether it's writing or producing it's so easy now to make stuff to make your own work that is true you know and like you creating a podcast something that brings you joy something that just is always adding well, to your creative experience out, bringing me joy might, might be overstating a bit, <laughs> she's not capable of joy I should have warned you Monica she's just not capable of it <laughs> <laughs> but you're right to your point absolutely right and I you know I would love to be and I am the first one to complain all the time <laughs> but again it is okay so you're so it's not fair now what yeah now what are we gonna what yeah, are you gonna do now what do you do Take yeah. do you roll over do and, and just sit there and complain about it and not yeah. do anything right. which you know believe me I've gotten stuck in that mode too where sure. I was just like why isn't it happening why I was on it like I was on a show for a year yeah. like people recognize like why haven't I you know but I've had wonderful opportunities right. and I thought you know well what's coming to me right now what's what is the universe bringing to me and it was the writing and so I was like okay well that's what I'm supposed to be doing right now you right. know and then I was so fortunate that this new team it all sort of happened very naturally and easily and I thought okay well that's coming to me so I'm going to go that direction and ride and the mix, horse in the direction yeah, and mix going. things up and right. you know and it was great because literally in the past two weeks though since I have started working with these people things have totally picked up you know I had three auditions last week I have two you know two this week and great yeah you know, so right. it's it's moving and so I just have to trust that things will shift and things are going to open up again and I'm going to be really ready for it too and that's Good. the thing is when we think that we're just waiting and things aren't happening for us we aren't doing those things that feed our creativity and so you know when that big opportunity comes you better be prepared you better not be yep. rusty that's you better right. be in class you better be I working agree. with your peers Amen. you better yep. be you know taking good care of your body because when you get hired and this is this goes back to the health coaching thing and I, I talk to this with my actor clients you know mm-hmm. who are my health coaching clients is when you get hired they're not just hiring you for your acting skills they're hiring your entire instrument so you better be able to bring your a game like you better be healthy you better be well rested you better be clear-minded because if you get quick direction on set and you're you know you stayed out too late or something and you're not you're muddled and you know you can't operate you can't take good direction you know it's like these are all things that you have to be prepared for and so I it was like when I was on Nashville I was flying back and forth you know, multiple, multiple times a month. And so, you know, just that alone can make you sick and tired. Mm-hmm. And I had to be at my, uh, like my utmost health. I had to be in my optimal health to be doing that job. And then, you know, to be flying back and forth to all the time and sleeping in a hotel and this and that and eating different food and traveling and all that stuff. You know, I had to be prepared. Sidney Pollack was a friend of mine. The great director, Sid Pollack, was asked, as a young director, what's the best advice you can give them? He says, go to the gym. No, no, I'm talking about what books do you read? Read some books. There's lots of great books on directing. And do that and talk to directors, watch a lot of movies. But the most important thing is being in good physical shape. Mm -hmm. You're going to be on your feet most of the day. You're going to be answering 100 questions an hour. 
power. So you've got to be in good physical shape. And it's the same for actors. You've got to be ready. As you say, they're hiring your whole instrument. You've got to be physically prepared to do whatever is necessary for the part. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And now, now that doesn't mean, you know, mm-hmm. being the thinnest no. or, you know, that's not what no. I'm saying. No, it's no. being in your, whatever that is for Correct. you, being in your optimal mm-hmm. health. Correct. Mentally you know, and physically. Mentally and physically and being able to be, bring your A game because you just never know, you know, like I hadn't auditioned in a little while in a, in a number of months and I felt, okay, well, and then I had this huge opportunity last week and I worked and I worked and I worked and I worked on it and I walked in and I, I, I crushed that audition. Oh, you know? Here's so, the great yeah. thing. The yeah. way I look at it is when they ask me to come and read a part that I like, I like what's on the page and I get to go in that room and do it. I've already played the part. I'm ahead already. Now they want to pay me extra. They're going to pay me to go and do it again in front of a camera. That's gravy. Exactly. He really thinks this way. Now, I, I, on the other hand, don't. And I get very upset when I have to audition. However, it is part of the process and I must do it. So you do sort of have to come. And listen, you know, whether this is that's true for you that is not true for me it is just not my experience no you go to anger and resentment right away in the room <laughs> you never think you? that they might notice that honey i'm just curious if they know the don't way you know who i am but i mean not, i've been doing <laughs> I always this say, don't you know who i think i am exactly <laughs> don't you know who i think i am <laughs> i've been doing it for 35 years now if my experience was going to change i think it would have but i do know that about myself so i think what i what you come to is to know thyself yes and you go, okay, I know this is an issue for me. How am I going to take care of myself mm-hmm. the best way in any given situation that, that pushes your buttons? And mm-hmm. you can't tell me, Ed, you can't tell me that going into an audition, not always, but at some point, is going to push your buttons on some level. Then that's you, where... Uh, occasionally, if you get uh, a no from somebody, you're going to go, wow, I really thought I did good and I well, felt this, good about that. Well, that's after the fact. But you I don't mean, know the why pro- there's a no, honey. It could be I'm too tall, too... Short, no, I mean, too thin, not thin moment. enough. Too bald, not bald enough. You look like somebody's ex-boyfriend. You've never exactly. gotten nervous. Ex, yeah. You've never gotten nervous. I have, but I use that. I say, I feel, what I'm feeling is nerves. I transform that into energy. Okay, nerves he's are just energy. Nuts. Okay, so the average act. No, but see, I totally agree with Ed because there is something. Okay, you, that's a, why you guys are I working know, and I'm I know. Not. There's a mindset <laughs> shift. And one thing yeah. that I know about most of my working actor friends is they don't actually even call them auditions. They call them appointments. Or opportunities. Oh, Very good. Okay, yeah. so there we are. Okay, <laughs> yeah. okay. Yeah. Here we are. But those yeah. feelings, all those feelings land. you're all feeling right, in the room, say, it's clay. You get to mold it into anything oh, you God. want. Yeah. And I will say, no, 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 but to, to no, your no. point, I hadn't been in the room for a while and I was nervous. I was yeah. very okay, nervous. You. I was thank very you. nervous about this big audition, which was for a big recurring character. And, you know, I was like, okay, like this is amazing. Like, right. you know, and, and I was nervous, but in working with my acting coach and stuff on it, he just said, he's like, you know, be nervous, but before you go in, do whatever you need to do to transform that. So when you walk in that right. room, that you are just so present, and it's okay if you mess up. Like, right. who cares? This isn't the last. Odd, this isn't the last appointment right. you're ever gonna have. And that's the other note is for most of my working actor friends who go in, they never go in thinking this is the end all, be all. This appointment, like they're like, okay, if I f it up, like 
I'll get another, I'll get another appointment. I'll do something. I like, you know, they don't think, and it's right. hard when we're not auditioning a ton because sure. it's hard not to put so much on that appointment, right. you know, but then that's when you have to just be like, you know, you have to let it go. And like you said, to your point, I had a conversation with Brian Cranston at uh, the Brian. Emmy, uh, HBO Emmy party last year, because he had a, has a video that's on YouTube where he talks about where things really shifted for him in his acting career. Maybe you should listen to it. And, he's, <laughs> <laughs> and he said I it was should. really once he stopped doing that like putting so much on getting the job right. out of that audition you know it was really about going in there and doing what you just said Ed which is about like going in there and just do it your job really is to just go in there and do the best job in the room and that is the end of your job exactly. for that thing was to go in there present the material to them and however yeah. you think it's your way of presenting it and doing the best storytelling in that moment and then that's it because you have absolutely no control after no. that. Sure. You have no idea. Like it could be anything. It could go to the producer's best friend's daughter. You know, it could, you just have no control. So the only thing you can control, right, right. is how you respond and how you act in any given moment, which is going into that room and just doing your job as yes. a storyteller. I agree 100%. And then leave and let it go. That's Where do people find you on social media? What's your website? How do people reach you? Oh, out? well, um, for my acting stuff, everything is at Monica Plant. And I right. do have a weird spelling of my name. It's M-O- oh, yes, oh, yes. M-O-N-I-Q-U-A. Oh, you sure do. P-L-A-N-T-E. It's a little French, Frenchy business there. Um, so everything's at Monica Plant. Uh, and then for the plant life, everything is at the plant life. And plant is again like my last name, P L A N T E. So at the plant life. Great. com is my website, at monicaplant.com, at monicaplant, Instagram, Facebook, whatever you got it, it's all there. Great. Oh my God, Very so good. Organized. Well, you're a delight to talk <laughs> yeah, to. Really. You're doing wonderful work on and off camera, and we're so happy to have you here, Monica. Thank yeah, you. Thank this you. Was so pleasure. Thank you guys you. are just fun. I, mean, I, I didn't have to separate them either, so you that did. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. The day is young. <laughs> okay, thanks. Monica, this has been so much fun. Now, some key takeaways are make sure you have a healthy mind and body. If you're trying to save the environment, it starts with your own ecosystem, which is your mind and body, right? Certainly. And if you're trying to be an actress in this town, the first thing, you know, you, your body is your temple. It's your product. It's what you're it's selling. Your instrument, exactly. So even if you're not being an actress in Los Angeles, but an engineer in Idaho, that's the same thing that uh, goes there. One other takeaway that uh, she um, gave us was, you know, there's so much downtime in life. And if you're a creative being, be creative. You know, she was on a show and then she took a course in holistic health and she has this whole nother career path. Look you know? what she did. She did incredible things, and she has another string to her bow. She has another revenue stream and another thing to do with her time. It's right. good in every way. So that's all for today. We hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as we did. Please support the show by subscribing, giving us a rating and a review, and sharing it with anyone who could use some guidance on being a little bit healthier or happier. Or just want to know that they're not the only ones who has the urge to strangle their husband. Do a little, do a lot, just do something today and tell us what you did. Have a great week. Thank you to our executive producer, Tim Street, and producer, Emma Kikuchi. This podcast is a production of Authentic. For more info on advertising in this show, visit AuthenticShows.com.